high school gym class is like a breeding ground for just insane shit. Like yeah. <laughs> the most wild, like physical stuff you've seen in your life. Like Dude. my my girlfriend had like her finger broken by like a stray basketball that just <laughs> went right by. <laughs> like she was just Those minding her own, minding her own business. All of a sudden, her finger is just snapped, pointing <laughs> like, oh. the wrong way. Yeah, oh. like, how does this even well. happen? People like Dude. diving for badminton. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> on the hardwood? Like, you just had lunch. You're about to vomit. You literally, <laughs> like, it is seventh period. Like, this is not. <laughs> How are you not, like, tired? We're going home in 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just do this at home. <laughs> yeah. And some of you are going to practice after this. Yeah. Insane. Like, what are we talking about? Insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah no. Speak, speaking of getting dunked on so hard that you have to, uh, yeah, you have to change the sport. I think if T one three O's Gen G this weekend, there he Gen is. G should disband their League of Legends team. And stick Change the sport. Run the smooth jazz music. We're in the podcast. Oh, wow, there it is. <laughs> it's podcast house. Yeah, it's fun. That was great. Do you really think Gen G would make a roster move if they lose three O? Oh no. man, no, it's not worth it, right? No, that team is way no. too good. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 I'm more. This is more speaking from the, admittedly, probably very small section of Twitter that is like just like throwing all these asterisks on T1's 18-0 season mm-hmm. because they're, they're it's like it's like oh you didn't get to play them you know you didn't get to play them at full strength and all this and it's like if you watch back those games they didn't lose because of their subs they lost because other areas of the map just got bent over a bit mm-hmm. yeah those people are so lame on Twitter it's <laughs> not so for dumb. nothing like you just watch probably we're in the in the midst of watching probably like the best team I've seen in in my time covering history. the game. Like it, honest to God, like this is like mm-hmm. a historic team. And I, I know we're only two and a half months into the season, but like here we go again. It, no, it goes by <laughs> faster than day. you think. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, this team is better than that one. They're they're better. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, for sure. They, they gotta be. I mean, they can't one, not win MSI, right? Like, no, I mean, it's it's crazy to me how we're ten years into this dude's faker. That is, we're ten <laughs> years into this dude's career, and he is still like in his prime. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I don't. This guy's no, not he's, human. He's, he's like a he's, he's, Le, he's LeBron. Like, he's, yeah, yeah, he really is. That's the best comparison. Because mm-hmm. LeBron is how old now? Thirty-seven. Fifty-three. Yeah, sixty-two. He can get the the veteran dis. The he's eligible for social security. (laughs) Two year away from his AARP kicking in. He he can get free Sundays at friendlies. Yeah. Nah, yeah, no. Faker, Faker is just not. He's He's not real. He's not real. Like he's he's such a generational talent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it also makes you appreciate like how like the further we get away from that. I was thinking about this this morning, like, when, think about, like, you know, NA getting out of, you know, groups at Worlds or whatever, as I do on most Thursday mornings in the shower, where the Mm -hmm. tears blend into the, you know, the the Mm -hmm. water coming out of the faucet. Um, But, like, 100 Thieves, that group B had T1 and had maybe the best two teams in the world in it. Oh, yeah. And and we will regularly, and we'll, like... And maybe we actually don't do this, and maybe I'm painting people in a kind of bad light. And at that point, I, I don't, I don't fault people for it. But like, because like, but like, going three three in that group, 
come on. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. and, and you didn't lose any games to DFM. I think that would have been an indictment, right? Because that's always the thing, right? Whether it's losing to Machi or, you know, losing to Peace or, you know, Pentanet rather. Um, like, that's what always we, we, you know, rag on for NA teams. And I think even that's, that's a little long, but like, yeah. you, you know, the rest of the group 06 DFM. And then, like, it was, it was maybe the two best teams in the tournament. I would agree. Right. I mean, it's kind of just a thing on sports in general where you just got to win the games you're supposed to win and then steal a few along the way. And all of a sudden, you're a top team. And I, I think had North American teams last year done that, just establish a foundation for themselves, win the games they're supposed to win, beat the Pentanets of the world, then it's a very different storyline. But that, that being said, that being said, I mean, Cloud9, at the two inter- international tournaments they attended last year, they stole a couple games. They they should... I mean, FPX laid down. Let's not, let's not get yeah. ourselves. Yeah. But, and, but, you, but you still had to beat them. Yeah, I know. I mean... Yes. They definitely didn't steal that game against Rogue. They earned that shit, that's for sure. Mm. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I earned something after watching that. <laughs> <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah, Dude. missed flash pulverized from Vulcan aside. That a was classic, an Dude. absolutely awesome. He game. almost unearned it. Yeah, <laughs> thank, yeah, thank goodness they won that, dude. Oh, you, yeah. you would have seen that. That would have been more vicious than the Crabber memes. Yeah, I don't know. Like going back to T one, I think that I'm not ready to make any like crazy undefeated claims just yet, but. They're winning it. They're the winning World Championship it. or the, the LCK <laughs> Spring Championship? Or MSI. I think. All right. Actually, you know what? Let's 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 make a let's make a a, a a hot take right now. We're ten minutes into the recording. Nice. Um, T one. They're gonna hit the uh, what's it called? The the Grand Slam. Okay. T one Grand Slam. Already. There it is. I feel like they're just so consistently good. And they've shown that they're not just like... like Because there were games where they like had to come back a bit. They, they had to work for it. Mm-hmm. And so... Because that's my fear with every single dominant team. Is that if you're too dominant, who's really pushing you to improve? Yeah. Um, but T1 had to work for some of their victories. Uh, which is why, like, yeah, like, it, like other teams in the past, like for example, PSG Talon in the years that they had that 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 great team, mm-hmm. and Dude, I was on the hype last, train last for, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it felt I don't know why I was talking like it was been four years. Yeah, but like they 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 didn't have much competition at all in their in their region, and mm-hmm. so like when you look at a team like that compared to a team like T1 that has to like has had to like. Scratch and claw in a couple of their games to, to 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 get to this point. They've earned all of the praise and more. And this T one Gen G series is this is this is. I know it's gonna be early for y'all. Anybody in the West, if you're watching this, and it's at four a.m. for me and like an early ass time for a bunch of other people across the states and in Canada, or whatever. This is a series that you probably want to get up for. 
I actually like, I, I envy people on the West Coast, dude. That like one AM is when it starts and that's that's gamer hours. That's pretty yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. That is prime hours mm-hmm. to like watch some of the no, best much better. Two two of the best teams in the world, if not the two best teams in the world right now. Like the difference between here the difference between one PM and four PM, nothing. Child's play. One AM mm. and four AM <laughs> Forget about it. Like that is you're two different types of human beings. Yeah. Yep. If you're up at one AM, you're a normal dude. If you're up at four, you're a fucking free. Something's bro. wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Go to bed. Stop playing fucking Get off legends. get off A rounds. Yeah. Stop playing. You're not A-Rams even ranking. By yeah, what the hell? Yeah, by yeah, who would do that? Bro <laughs> If you play God, Met- so much. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, who would play 4 a.m. Arabs? On their own. <laughs> by themselves. With four other random people. Yeah. Definitely no, not no I. No music, no podcast, no in-game sounds, just silence like a psychopath. <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I'll excuse, like, music or a podcast or something, but, like, yeah. maybe like, watching a movie. Chilling like, come on, man, at least have some, I don't know, like, 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 ocean sounds or something. Ocean <laughs> Have like fireplace sounds in the background or something, man. Like, so it's like, tonight it starts kicking in. There's just nothing yeah. around. It's just all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my oh my god! All right, we had we had stuff to talk about, right? All right, LCS. So, yeah, well, let's I'm, kick it off. I'm, I'm let's, let, we like... technically clicked it off already, but give the official intro. Like, oh, like breaking bad. I'm still laughing at this stupid bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if only it was good. Oh, man. Playing no. Aram. I'm picturing the Kill Bill siren. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, That's LCS. Uh, let's start up here. Did the correct... Did, did the six best teams in the region make playoffs? LCS. Any LCS. Did the six best teams make playoffs? North America, huh? <laughs> Why was that funny? America. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I would I'd say yeah. so. Okay, trick question. All right, y'all passed. Um, FlyQuest I mean, 5, GG6. I think that's... That That would be maybe the only one that i disagree with, but GG had that horrible stretch in the middle mm-hmm. where they lost like four or five games. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just... Maybe it's just because FlyQuest were so horrendous last year. I feel like I'm not in a minority here where I, for whatever reason, have a hard time believing in FlyQuest. Right. And, like, just have zero expectations for them. But Which might be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it might be good. And, and maybe it's just because they got, like, I mean, they, they, got, they got smacked pretty hard in their tiebreaker games. They did. Right. As well. Those were yeah. not pretty performances. No. Um, but, no, no. Uh, yeah, I think GG, I don't know. I, I, I like, I believe in them. But, Neither one of them. I think. I think the top four, the top three is pretty clear. Is there a shout for FlyQuest or Golden Guardians as the fourth best team? Potentially. I mean, they're all nine and nine. You know, they all finish with five hundred records. Yeah. Disregarding EG. tiebreakers, of course. I mean, EG really shit the bed it, like, in terms of like expectations to performance. I understand they're a new roster and they're kind of banking on development, but like maybe it's on us. Because if you go back and you listen to some old episodes from like January, we really did like <laughs> we set the bar so high. And I but, but, but I don't think we were the only ones. No, no we were. No, 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 no. I mean, 
excluding the people that they brought in, like the new guys that they have, like well, like the younger, sorry, not new, but the younger players that they have in JoJo and Danny, Impact inspired Vulcan is an all star yeah. cast. Like like that is those are three players that should be like first team all pro, yeah. and or could be at least right. Like inspired was the MVP of the LEC last season, and so he wasn't even close to MVP of the. Of the LCS this spring. No. Yeah, no. No, he's no. not getting discussed not in All Pro. No, yeah. No. And so, I don't think that, like, it was, I don't think it was on us at all. I think that, like, you know, EG, they just. And their lock in performance was good. Like, yeah, they got yeah. molly whopped in the finals by TL, but. I mean. I think everyone kind of thought, like, oh, that was a fluke, and I did too. Mm hmm. Like, they were yeah. clear that TL was a better team. And I, I don't think I ever even really doubt that, doubted that. Like, EG had a really, really strong lock in, but. I, I, I didn't for a second think, looking at the five names on that roster, that Evil Genius was going to do better across best of ones than Yeah. Team. Yeah. The only I, thing that I didn't expect was just that they would be tied in record with FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. Like, yeah. that's, to I me... Think that's, that's an indictment on them, but also respect to FlyQuest. Yeah, that's a testament to the teams below them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, to I, me... I, go ahead, sir. No, you go. Oh, I, st I still think EG, there is a war where they, like... Pull it together in summer and like make a run at the world championship potentially. Sure, because their yeah, yeah. their floor is just so ridiculously high, you yeah. know. And I think a hundred thieves played well in the back end of the split for sure. You cannot take that away from them. Mm. But if they kind of like limp away like they did during the mid section of the spring split at any point mm. during summer, and EG gets goes on a hot streak, I understand it's like tip the balance of power one way or the other. But like. Yeah. There, there is a possibility where 100 Thieves misses Worlds and EG fills that spot. Right now, there's no indication of that, but it's a long season. I know that's such a cliche, forgive me, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like besides that last loss that they suffered against Dig, 100 Thieves, they're coming in relatively hot. And mm -hmm. even though they did struggle in the middle of the season, I think that that momentum is also really important. Going into the into the into the post into the offs, uh, with um, practically like a seven game win streak, almost eight. Uh, that involved beating the dick inside of Cloud Nine. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, they beat the life out of that team. That was wild. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, it it looked like I think it was one of the most like one sided games of the season. And they're facing each other in the first round. Yeah, yeah, that series is going to be really, really fun. That, mm -hmm. That's the one I'm watching, like, front to back if I can. That one's going to be a lot of fun. What do you, that, you guys have in that? In my gut says Cloud9, but after watching that decimation last weekend, it could be 100 Thieves. Yeah, apparently Fudge said in an interview that he, that, like, in scrims going into Super Week, they went 0-15. That's crazy to me. Whew. Yeah. Wow. And apparently it was like, I, I think if I, I could remember this, uh... But I think it was, like, three scrim blocks, and it was against, like, TSM, their academy team, and another, like, out-of-playoffs team. Mm. And they just got... Waxed. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, yeah. They also have lost two in a row, heading into the playoffs, too. They've only yeah. won twice in the last two weeks, so... Yeah, I still think 3-2-C9, but mm. wouldn't be surprised. It'll be a close series. For sure. Both the other C9? Yeah, I'd say C9. I very, think so. very slightly. I mean, I thing is, like, 
I only know this stat because I had to write about that game. So <laughs> nice. For, forgive me for like brain picking out this weird niche stat. But in that game against the Hundred Thieves, Summit went zero and eight, right? Which such an outlier for a guy that good. You know, obviously Summit is the MVP. for the MVP. He's the MVP front runner by a mile. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was only the third time in the last, like, 111 games that he had died more than eight times in a game. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously you should not take that game as the example. Like, that shouldn't be the threshold for the Cloud 900 Thieves rivalry. Yeah. I think to, to a certain extent it will play a factor. Like, yeah, 100 Thieves has the momentum. They beat Cloud 9 front to back in a game that was literally played six days ago. So... They should have some sort of leg up. But, I mean, Cloud9, on paper, in my opinion, is the better team. I'm never going to put... After what I've seen from Summit this season, like, (laughs) you have to be something special to be able to put this guy and this team down. And especially, like, especially him. Like, he, he has been... To me, he's the MVP of the league. I think that without him, C9 is a completely different team. I think everybody would agree that without his presence, this team is not would not be in this position. He has carried this team in multiple occasions. Um, mm-hmm. yep. Man. He's, he's, yeah. the, he's the X factor for this team. 100%. Not, 100%. Even, not even a question. Yeah. I do want to shout out Fudge, though, because he has... He has become a legitimately very good mid laner. Yeah, and That's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, and like it's 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 shades of last year, right? Like, just talking a lot of smack, got bounced around him in in play and as a top laner. I don't think I don't think he was as bad. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think he was as bad as a top laner last year as he was. He was a worse top laner last year at this time than he was a mid laner this time. Yes. Um, yes. He was just like okay, but now he's like legitimately good and like has gotten control mages under his belt and like. Can just has figured out how to play the position a lot better, and yeah, I, I think it's uh it just it, when your mid laner is like, if you have a good mid laner, it makes your floor so so high, even if it's not like a mid lane meta. Like I think of um, gosh, who was it? Um, actually, maybe, maybe not. I think about it as a bad example because they did win MSI, but like <clears throat> um, RNG, like mm. with crying in the mid lane. That was the spot to attack always, and because uh-huh. I think the meta wasn't and still isn't like so much around mid lane, it was tougher to punish. But you saw that kind of get exposed at Worlds, and now Zhao who's back in the mid lane and he's just he, he's bouncing kids and crying. He's doing on, things. He's on Ultra Prime or Thunder Talk, and just bottom feeding in the LPL right now, right? Yeah. But ha- but having a good mid lane just it just makes your floor so much higher. And yeah. I, and, I, and I think related to that, I think. You got to give a you got to give FlyQuest credit on that front as well because mm. Takui su- surpassed a Man. lot of expectations. Yeah. Really, really happy for him. Takui. Awesome, awesome split from him. He really, I mean, is he in like he's a technically a rookie, right? Technically, yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, didn't play LC. Yes, he has so, not played in a major region yet. So he's he's the pick right now for sure. Yeah, I get, I get yeah for ooh, yeah. Who wait? Who who wins rookie of the split? Okay, so we got Takui. We have him. I don't know uh, Winsome, Winsome Berserker are also up for it because they haven't played in a major region yet. Well, this is fun. I don't know if Rookie right? of the Split is a thing. I think it's only Rookie of the Year. Year. So, but if then, you would give a Rookie I, of the Split, yeah, that's tough. I didn't know 
Berserker. Actually, yeah, Berserker. I forgot. They both have not played in a major yeah. region. Damn. That makes it yep. a lot tougher because Berserker's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, how about this, though? Because I look at it as, and I looked at a lot of stuff as doing a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. And I think that looking across Cloud9, you have so many tools that you can rely on. And I'm not saying that FlyQuest can't rely on their other players, but I think that seeing how Takuya's performed, not only was the... Because I remember when we were talking about FlyQuest originally, we were like, eh, eh. Like, that was literally what we were, the noises that were coming from the call. We we're just oh, like, eh. By far, our pick to be, like, 10th place by a long shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it was just like, eh. You know what I mean? Like we had even like CLG above them because of, you know, the youth movement, whatever, some, in some in some instances, like even Golden Guardians. Like we're like, eh, kind of yeah. teens. But I feel like they, they, like you guys said, surpassed expectations by a mile. Takuya has been really, really good. Um, I'm going to, if there was a, a rookie of this split honor, I think I'd give it to him. Because I think that the consistency from the rest of the team, it's like, and the and the overall power level from FlyQuest to Cloud9. Obviously, if you put FlyQuest against Cloud9, like who are you taking? Obviously, Cloud9. Um, like when you look at Cloud9, who are you like first looking at? Who are the first people that like you look at Cloud9 and you say, okay, it's this guy. This is the guy. Summit. We already know who it is. Yeah, it's one hundred percent Summit. But I don't think. Summit's strength should be like a knock on. Berserker. No, I know, I know, I know. But I, it's like to me, it's like Takui is that guy for FlyQuest who has helped them surpass all the expectations. I'm not saying that he did it by himself, but I'm saying like he's the dude. Whereas like Cloud9 has multiple dudes, in my opinion, right? Blabber, Berserker, who have all been there at a certain point as the guy. Yeah. But I feel like Takui to me is like so essential. To FlyQuest being a nine and nine team and actually being in the playoffs, what do you I think? Agree. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, right? Cause it's like you, it's the, it's it's the like you know if you were talking straight value, then LeBron would be the MVP every single year, which he probably could have been, except for maybe this year. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, because shout out Westbrook, he, yeah, because he he single handedly like you talk about wins above replacement in baseball, like. LeBron is, and I'm exaggerating to make a point here, he turned a 20-win Cavs team into a 50-win Cavs team, like, kind of by himself. And I guess Kevin Love came over that year as well, right, with Kyrie? Yes. yes it was yes. Kyrie's second year. Yes. Okay, yes. so fine. Him and Kevin Love. But still, even if he, like, that's that's 10 wins in an 80-win season, even if you're attributing 20 of them to Kevin Love. Right. Like, that, it, 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 it's nuts. And so I think, yeah, Takui, you know, he, he raises them from a worst team to from from a bad team to a mediocre team. I also want to shout out Jose and Aframu because I think Aframu brings a lot of stuff off the rift that I think he's, he's just such a massive floor raiser. I think Jose had a really good bounce back split. Um, Kumo's had some good games. Um, and, but yeah, I, I that's tough. Yeah. Cause between, yeah, between Jojo, Takui and Berserker, I think they all have cases. Yeah. Cause, cause Jojo's laning stats are out of this effing world. Yeah, he is. He's an absolutely nuts laner, but he can't really do a ton with his lead. And I think that's part of what people are like, why is this EG team suffering so much? Like we're saying, like the floor is so dang high. 
right? And even like Danny, right? Like like the rookies are all like great and pop, like they've got their strengths. But um, yeah, I feel like Danny's the only one that I'd be talking about for for a second or third team All Pro from that team, mm-hmm. right? Him and Vulcan. I feel like it's just it needs some time for EG. Going off topic a little bit, I think that like EG. It'll take time. I mean, JoJo and Danny are still so young. They're the youngins of the of the league right now. And as much as we wanted to praise JoJo for his ability to, like you know, we said he's like he's an inter, but for a reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like he still needs to find the reason a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why I'm not I'm on board with the Southerner split kind of like they they'll be one of the teams to go to Worlds because I think he still needs a little bit of time to grow a little bit of time who's, to whose spot do they take if they go to Worlds whose spot do they take? It would take a pretty big collapse from a hundred thieves, right? Yeah, or a pretty I, big I, like improvement from the team. I think yeah, you like, can I, you the, can stamp Team Liquid easy. Yes, and yes. Then, with the way Cloud9 has been playing, they're like a 90% lock. Mm. Yeah. It would take a major collapse. 100 Thieves like feels like the most like teetering Susceptible. Team. But yeah, but yeah. like even still, they just had they just ripped a seven game win streak with their eyes closed. They're defending champs for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. still like they kept that they roster no in place and yep. they are still good. Like all yeah. the synergy, chemistry, you name it. Like it, it would take a collapse of pretty strong proportions from 100 Thieves and some really immense improvements from Evil Geniuses. That being said, I don't think it's out of this world, but it's looking like the summer... It's going to take a, a strong turnaround in Summer Split for EG to make it. Unless... No, there's no way NA gets a fourth seed, right? Zero shot. <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have to win MSI, right? Yes. I think we'd have to like win MSI... And then have a good performance and like get one this year's two teams out at this year's worlds, and then neck and then like not completely shit the bed at MSI in twenty three. Yes. then we get. Oh my god, yes. it's a because because I think like they, they take the like gutter. a big sample size. <laughs> it no, is it is it is a very big sample size for getting an extra spot because it is yeah. a very valuable thing as a spot. Yeah, I know, but I mean last so, last year, PSG Talon got top four at MSI, and then later that year the PCS was gifted a second spot, if I'm not incorrect. Or Beyond. No, yeah, they, I think they already had a second. Did they have a second spot? No, I what, think they did, got what a... did they do to NA? Didn't they, like... <laughs> didn't the PCS, like... <laughs> what did they do to NA? <laughs> no, what have they done so to my fun. boy? Look at him, Mexican, my boy. I think, no, the PCS, like, leapfrogged NA at Worlds last year. I don't know how. What? No, it was son of a gun. It was something because no, it was um good guy. Rogues uh, Europe's three seed got automatically to groups. Yes, yes, yes. Because um, right because because VCS had their two spots. Not, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. They could not they could not uh, attend, and so Rogue immediately. Yes, I remember because everyone was memeing them that because they thought that Rogue had a chance to not make it into yeah. into uh, into groups. Was, so yeah, planes went from twelve to ten teams because they got rid of Europe's three seed and then uh, Vietnam's yeah. two seed. Because mm-hmm. Vietnam's one seed, like the PCS's one seed, would get an auto birth to groups. Yeah, I think. Yes, they went right to groups. That's what it was. Yeah, you nailed it. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Nah, right. Nah, you're so smart. Oh, thanks. Um, there it is. <laughs> All right, there um, he goes. Wanna move on to LEC? Yeah. Kinda, I don't know, like I don't, any shocker predictions one way or the other from LCS. Oh. I feel like LCS is so straightforward though. No, we're, we're kind of expecting TLC nine. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think 
real quick, who you guys picked to win the whole league? Spring split. Who's your pick? In the LCS? Yeah. Tiala. Okay. Nothing spicy. No, I think that... How can you vote against this team? You can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of ways to like... What, Summit Diff? No. <laughs> like, yeah. It's an entire team diff when you think about Team Liquid, so... Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. LEC, on the other hand, I think there's a bit more conversation across the board in multiple topics. LEC's fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. With Vitality just barely squeaked by um, XL. XL. Um, but it's crazy because, like, in the games they did win, we it was like, you know, yeah, okay, it was, it was you know, Purse 2-1 Power Spike, but Alfari made Finn look like one of the boys, with all due respect to Finn. And the boys. And the boys. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are speaking boys. to you. Let me get a quick shot of the boys real quick. You guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about you. It's... <laughs> Alfari went absolutely disrespectful. Yeah. On that man. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm happy for Vitality. But like... Yeah. Can you be happy about that though? Can you be happy with the fact that you actually went down to XL? You with this roster, end. you, you want in the, the end, end, but like, like, like oh my god, look, them them being here in the first place is, I think, what you gotta, you know, is I think what you gotta question. But at the end of the day, so disappointing. You you beat mm-hmm. a team that was objectively inferior to you, you know. Good on you. Yeah, by the skin of your teeth, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I get it. A win's a win. Thanks, but like, nah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, but no thanks. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you you should have three would this team. Look at this roster, man. Especially like, look at this yeah, roster. We, how many times like, did we say during the regular season, like, all they got to do is just make the playoffs, and then they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll show that they're the experienced team with their veteran best of five presence, and it's like that's all that's all <laughs> bullshit. This, this team is so far behind the curve, and they're proving it. I wouldn't be stunned if they lose to G two, like convincingly. No, that so is what, not. So, so, what 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 would it take to convince you that they are like be, be that, that, that they are some of the team that they said they were going to be? be is the bar you got to win the whole damn thing? No, yes. they'd have to make it to finals. Make it to finals? Because right, yeah, because right now, I mean, to make it there, they actually ha- they got to beat either Rogue or Fnatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Those right, two right, teams right, right. have held this league with an iron grip since January. So, like, correct. If you can beat one of those two teams in a best of five, I'd be like, all right. I mean, they're running the gauntlet. They like, literally have, they to have to win yep. five straight Every, series to get a title. Yep. Which, like, salute if you can do that. But what team Does that, has? like, negate every single, like, negative aspect? Like, like okay, it's weird. Negate and negative. But let's just, like, does that take away from everything that has happened over this past season? Like, if they're able to run the gauntlet and win the championship? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean, if you win the championship, people forget what you did in the regular season yep. for sure. Winning all the bad here is stuff. all matter of sins. True. It does. 100%. If they lose against G2, man, whew. That would and be, it's, yeah. It's a good at, there's a good chance, man, that G2 team is... Yeah. I, I don't know why, and maybe it's just I'm buying back into, like, the, the super team BS, but I think they'll beat G2, and I think... I, I, could, I could see a 3-1. Ooh. Uh, like G, G, like yes, G two got bounced by Fnatic, and they but they played well. I don't know, man. I just I, I feel I feel like Perks isn't gonna let Vitality just like limp, just just die. Mm. I believe he hasn't before. Uh, from, right, from what I've seen so far, it's it's hard to like get on the Vitality train. It is. Mm. 
because they limped into the playoffs and then lose to a team that they were just supposed to they were supposed to beat stomp or they didn't lose but they barely skated past i, I didn't know i say lost i it felt like a loss. It feels like <laughs> after three games. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like a foregone conclusion that they will lose to a G two team that looks like they've had their shit together since day one, to a certain extent. At least a lot more so than Vitality. Mm-hmm. They just need to be able to like Vitality. It's like baffling to me how they're not able to like convert because. Alfari's been doing what he did to fin- he's been doing that. Like that that's his MO. It's like he's the best laning player in the West almost. But yeah. I feel like this team to me just does some like mind-boggling mistakes in the mid to late game. And it's just like against a better team, you can't be doing that. And G2 is a better team than XL. And you have some of the most experienced and some of the best players in the region with, I know Caps, you know, he's not the Caps of old, but you also have Yankos, you have Broken Blade, who's looked like one of the best top laners, if not the best top laner in the league, next Alfari, but Alfari's been stumbling a little bit. Like, you just can't be making these careless, and that's what they were, it's just careless mistakes. Throughout the season, they just made careless mistakes that just cost them over and over and over again. And it's like, especially in the playoffs where, like, you can, like, just take advantage of that and momentum is so important too if you lose a game that is like heart-wrenching like for example if you make a mistake in the mid to late game that costs you like a 5,000 gold lead that will stick with you because you have to play right again like you have to play again and again and again and it's like better teams will not let that happen I don't think G2 if you make a mistake like that they will pounce on that misfits same deal they have an x-factor like a summit they have an x-factor and their team has been playing like that's a really good team too Mm. and so Vitality has to pull a rabbit from the hat. Right here. Clearly. Got to win five series in a row. Crazy. And even yeah, then, even if they get to the finals, yeah. you're facing off against who I think will be theirs, Fnatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd still give it to Fnatic, and I think even Fnatic, uh, what, it's... They're, they're up against Rogue, right? Rogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Fnatic will take that one mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday at... 11 a.m. Eastern time. Yep. Um, I think I think three one. I just I, I like for Rogue. Like okay, you beat Misfits. Great. I, show me more. Because mm. Misfits, <laughs> Misfits Misfits to me were never on the same plane as Fnatic and Rogue. No. Mm. Even mm. even through their best of one successes. Even though they have the guy that I think is the MVP in VTO. We can talk about that. We can do it in a bit. Um, Wild, yeah. Take. I was saying it's right there, but I digress. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Stop. <laughs> I, I, I can I'll see it. why. I'm, I'm fuming. Yeah, yeah. Leave it for now. Leave it for now. Leave it for I, now. I, I, don't, I don't think he's the best player. See how red my face is, bro. <laughs> now you're looking pretty good. Uh, I'm in better days. No. Uh, um, I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up with Rogue. These past yeah. couple of years. Y'all have been a top three, top two team in the league. This team is different. different. It's different. (laughs) Yeah. They won't break my heart again. It's got to get three-o'd. It's got to be. You're a thousand percent right. He has to show up in a major way. I don't don't, don't think Rogue beats Fnatic, personally. But, I mean, 
Like, they could. There's yeah, a, they could. could. I mean, there's a world. Uh, there's obviously a world in every single circumstance. Let's, let's where not like, let's not sleep on how good Odawane and Larson are. Like, we're talking about mm-hmm. floor raisers. Those guys mm-hmm. like never really fail to show up. Once in a while, they have bad games, but like, you're pretty much always going to get like a good game out of. Who, who I think have been two of the best players in the LEC over the last two, three years. For sure. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Rogue can beat Fnatic, and it has to be through... The shoulders of their Korean jungler. Yeah, it has to be, like, like I said, I mean, mm. Odoamne and Larson have to carry the game, and Malring has to enable them. That's it. Yep. If he gets out-jungled, it's a wrap. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even looking at the bottom yeah. lane. It exists, it's there, but, like... I, You're not. No. I, I expect Comp to hold his own, but I mean, uh, uh, upset and I was saying have just been so good, dude. So when good. they run their head like upset and Hilly combined with Razork, like my they just throw bodies at the bottom lane. It's been so good, like and they come out with three kills every time. These guys yeah. are yeah, animals. So I mean, I, yeah, so I, I mean, I think that's that. That's that series in a nutshell. Is like Malrang, right? He plays high risk, high reward. He's always like there where you don't expect him. He's ganking and counter ganking um, like an absolute machine. But that is so that that is a playstyle that has such a low margin for error that mm. if Razor can continue the upper trajectory that we've seen from him because he was not good in the beginning of the split, and I still think he's like the weakest member of Fnatic. All due respect to him. Uh, yeah, and then like Malrang has to cover every single game because like like Fnatic they have. Like they play through bot, period. Yep. And 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 why shouldn't they? Yep. But and like and and give immense credit to Humano. I think if I had to make you know MVP, I think VTO and Hillisang are one two in some order. I think there's an argument. I've, I've 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 said my piece on that. But I think Humanoid gets number three. He's been so da- like all the like missed Oriana Shockwave memes from last year. Mm-hmm. Where the hell are they now? Yep. <laughs> you've you've not heard one bad thing about Humanoid this split. It's just consistency. And, and, and there's a guy that was Mr. Almost last year on a back-to-back championship roster. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like he, he made that leap from, like, from, you know, you, you make the leap from good to great, and you make the leap from great to, like, you know, to, to all-pro. Yeah. From third-team all-pro to, like, first-team all-pro. And that's yeah. what Humanoid did. Yes, he's got a hell of a team around him, but that second leap is so big, yeah. and a lot of guys don't take that. I think Humanoid yeah. took that this year. I think in League of Legends, there is, like an argument to be made that the less you hear about a player, the better. Because they are just so consistent and so, like, reliable and they're just not mm. making mistakes. I mean, you have guys like Pei Kelesang, for example, in the past, who, like, would just always be playing the game in black and white mode. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, well, there goes Hillisang dying again. And it's like, he's good, but... With the humanoid, there's no but. Like, the guy is just good. He's exactly what you're paying yeah. for, and you're going to get the same, like, top-tier performance every time. I'd, I'd argue there's a case he is, like, a top-three MVP candidate for sure. Back He's to, three. Back back to, like, um, upset really quickly before we jump off the Fnatic train. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is important to note how much the meta played a role this split um, because, I mean, we had nine weeks across the board and this can be applied to any league in the world not just the lec but the jinx Aphelios meta really helped the best ad carries kind of show their stuff because end of the day jinx and Aphelios are not like insanely i mean they are hard in their own regard to play but like they let the ad carry just kind of be an ad carry you don't have to worry about mm. like 
a whole bunch of other stuff. If you know what yeah. you're doing on those champions, you can like really. Ever, ever, everyone's got the hands to know. Everyone's got the hand and the brains to know the guns and the combinations yeah. and stuff like that. So, as, like you said, to kind of feed your point, as long as you don't straight up int, exactly. you're going to be fine. If you can do what an what a professional AD carry does, then you're fine. And it'll, those champions will allow you to exercise your skill ceiling. And the same can be said for guys in North America like Han Sama and Core JJ and even Gumiushi and Korea. Berserker. In Korea. Berserker, for sure. Like, there are lane combos that have made the most of this meta. And I think as we transition into playoffs, because obviously Aphelios and Jinx got gutted in the last patch and they will not be high prio picks moving forward. Fingers, mm. fingers crossed. I'm tired of seeing them. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, as we progress into playoffs, you're going to see, like, AD carries have to pivot, and the good ones will. And I think Upset is one of those guys who could just pick up any character in a nutshell and, and play. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, no, I think even kind of to that, um, to that end, right? Um, Freaking! It was Ezreal that Berserker was playing. I, I don't know. I forget which game exactly. I'm looking it up, but uh, Berserker three games on Ezreal. Okay, he's two and one, but the loss wasn't great. Yeah, to FlyQuest mm-hmm. um, wasn't great. Two, three, and five. Uh, I, yeah, but I think like these kind of more like risk reward ADCs were like you know like like that in Tristana, right? It's like oh well, they're a little safer to play. They have oops buttons. Yeah, but guys use those to go in. It's not, well. yeah. They don't it's, use it for it's, it's the tactical Tristana memes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And for every, you know, it, it, rocket jump giveth and taketh away. Right? And so, yeah, I think when, like, to your point, Mike, when those ADCs that aren't just, like, right-click and A-click well become more uh, more high priority, you're, you're going to see, yeah, like, a lot of ADCs got a very soft landing pad. A, a soft landing pad mm-hmm. yeah. this year. I think even in, like, in, in, in CBLOL, there's, like, you know, the, the team called Renzga, who this year I called them Team Gapier because they had, like, three of their players took 2020 at least, or 2021 at least half off, like, huh. didn't play, and a bunch of their guys came back, and then had, like, a, a DRX Challengers bot lane, um, and they were dog, and then they promoted their um, Academy ADC, and a, like, kind of journeyman, like, one of these Korean players who's played in, like, Japan, Turkey, Brazil, Latam, right, like, who just bounces around, um, him as a support and this kid this brazilian kid ninja kiwi uh remember the name ninja kiwi ninja kiwi uh, he's like 18 and he looks like he's 12 uh, but it, he was like popping off but it's like okay like, like like let me see you in a meta that's not this like i like the guy i think he's gonna be really good and like other pros have said like no this kid is like he's a problem to lane against like he's yeah. good he pushes the tempo and stuff but like it, it's jinx of Mm-hmm. Once you get into the ADCs so where you, like, like you said, power. you have to make right. yeah. like a like, game-winning decision. It's you know, the difference sh- between like, tactical and Viper. Like, show me like, that. Like, you know, show me your, you know, good Callista in lane. Show me you can play oh, like poke champions. Show me a good Kaisa dive. Yeah, I don't know why right. I found it so funny right. how you just put tactical up next to Viper. Come give us some credit. It's so unfair. <laughs> Put anyone next to Viper. No, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm (laughs) comparing a player that has made mistakes, or maybe even, like, I don't know, like, like Cody Sun or something, compared to somebody who knows the, like, ins and outs and min and max of, like, the champions so that they don't have those oopsie moments and instead have the moments where it's etched in history. Yeah, poor poor Cody Sun, man. (laughs) Shout out LFL legend Cody Sun. Dude had one, like, really bad, like, maybe the worst play I've seen 
<laughs> like, all due respect, the guy is a lot better. But other than that, he's a lot better yeah. at this video game than I am. But still, it's like yeah, for sure, me too, for sure. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have the players who don't know that, and so they end up having those moments where you're like remembered for the wrong reasons. And then yeah. you have a Viper, and you have an Uzi, and you have like. Double lift back when he was playing on like against C nine uh, in Toronto on on Lucian just blasting away like everyone. Don't, like, don't you have the those very moments. the very next month on the very same champion he dashed right into Crown. <laughs> he did on Victor. He did. So. He did. <laughs> so I guess my point is mute. So it's just it's just a moot point at this point. <laughs> Yeah, no, but here on the Critical Strike podcast, we keep each other honest. Okay, yeah, there it is. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Uh, All right. MVP uh, for LEC. You guys want to round it off with that? Or oh gosh, we're gonna be here forever. Look, I think Hillisang is a better play. Okay, here it is. Right, MVPs one of those funny things, right? Where you can Mm -hmm. take the very strict definition, or you can say, oh, we'll just give it to the best player, Mm -hmm. and. I have lead. I, I used to be a purist. That oh no, I, I've been voted for who's the most valuable player. Right, you take them off a team. What happens? Blah, blah blah. But because of the fact that it does just kind of, especially for aggregating rankings across like media outlets, which like we participate in, like what in practice happens is it is given to the best player. Mm-hmm. So like I, I shift my definition a little bit. But I still think there is room for value in that conversation. I don't think I think it, I don't think you throw it out. I think that. When the value is so great, and that their skill levels are different, but I don't think it like if if Hillisang just skill level is an S, and again he's got his happy games. Vito doesn't really have happy games, but I think Hillisang's ceiling is so high that it t- that it takes away from his happy games because you know what he can do and he's done at the highest level for so dang long. And Vito is just in his whatever second year, um, young. Very young but, as well. Yeah. He's like nineteen. But I think or like on aggregate, just skill. I you know, you you have if Hillisang is an S, I think VTO is an A. And I think the value they bring to their teams is astronomically different. You take VTO off that Misfits team, they're not good. <laughs> they, they 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 would be down there wrestling for Mad Lions, wrestling with Mad Lions for seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you take Hillisang off this team, they're still gonna be really dang good. But again, I do but I, I understand that it's not that simple, and I understand that Hill is saying, like, he, what he does for two other teams and the way that you have to prepare for, like, what in God's green earth is he going to pull and, like, the, the adjustments you have to make in draft. And it could all just be for nothing because he'll be like, actually, guess what? Anivia support, bitch. And then it's over. Renata. Right. So I, I get that, but I, because of, like, kind of averaging those two things for me, that's why I think VTO gets the MVP for me. Mm-hmm. All, all I have to say for, because you were saying that, like, he does have his happy games, but his value. He's actually had one of his best years in terms of deaths. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the best since how long? I, I know this because I wrote an article on it because it was actually astounding how well he has controlled himself this season alone. Like, bro, like a couple seasons ago, he had 99 deaths. And what's crazy is that he's lowered that amount by a crap ton and. He has a higher kill like participation percentage compared to the last three years of his career. Yeah, it tells you a lot. And I think that the fact that he's maintained his aggression 
but has gotten smarter about it. It's like the old dog, new tricks kind of deal. It's like we're used to seeing like Hilly get super aggressive and 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 go off like, in the laning like phase. Like just, exactly, just diving towers for no reason or like taking three tower shots to cancel a back or something like that. We're used to seeing that from him, but we're also used to seeing him just randomly dying and just like, what were you doing there? What is, what is he doing? Like, why is he gray screened again? Why does he have 10 deaths? Like, that's what we are also used to do. We have not gotten used to Hilly actually being like, surgical almost with how he does things. I think he plays well with his team like a lot better too. Not only is he limiting his like inti moments, but he's also playing well enough with his team that he doesn't die in the process of doing these ganks and these dives. That being said, VTO is a monster. Dude. He's a monster. And he's only 19. 19? 18? No, no, no. He's younger or something, no? He's 19. Only 19, but his mind is older. <laughs> why, why are you doing as, as, what was that I, don't know I, why I just zoned out I, what the, my, my I, just, got, in the I class. just got spiritually compelled I, <laughs> the, he is that dude I would give it to Hilly <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like the spirit of mob um, just came over me man. oh my god you, you took umbrage uh, with my VTO MVP take oh initially I, I want to hear your, uh, your take yes um I don't know. I just I think Hillisang is having the best split a player can possibly have. Like, why did you, why did you lean in all excited? Would you, would you think I was? Oh, I thought you were going to say that like it was the best split of his career. Oh no, it is. Yeah. Also, yeah. also that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I yes. mean, because I would agree. We you kind of hit the nail on the head, Tyler. But I mean, we talk about controlled aggression in League of Legends a lot, and it's so. It's a coin flippy. It's such a dumb phrase. Like, aggression is aggression at the end of the day, and yeah, you can uh, control it. But when you start controlling it, it no longer becomes as aggressive. Like, you immediately lose that aggression factor when you start to control your aggression. But I digress. And Hillis saying really doesn't like. It, it's it's no longer stupid aggression for him, and I, I think when a, a lot of people and this uh, this applies to all of the. 50-something outlets who voted for All-Pro and put Hillisang up there. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, I hope it's not the case, and we have discussed this on this show, but I hope people aren't looking at his old performances and being like, see, he's gotten better. But, like, he has, but also this is what it's supposed to look like. If you, mm -hmm. if you have this play style where you are a hyper-aggressive support player and you're always hitting the go button and going in, like it should look like this, and and I think him and Upset have developed enough of a connection at this point where you watch them play together and they clearly know what they are doing. And I think if you split them apart, neither one would be as good. Um, mm. That being said, they would make whoever they were playing with better. Better, yeah. But um, I think together they are just unstoppable, and a large reason for that is Hillisang, and then. It merely, I mean, it's it's part of this, the position that he plays because the support position genuinely has an impact on every lane at every stage of the game. Right. And even beyond the lanes, in the vision war, support has an impact. Um, in, in, in team fights, Hillisang usually is the guy who says when to go in 
whether he's calling it on comms or you're just watching him play, it almost looks mm -hmm. like it's always his decision. I think when you talk about the value discussion in the MVP race, um, there there isn't a player who like brings more to a team than Hill is saying. And I think even going past that point, this is the last thing I'll say. I've been talking forever, but like, <laughs> um, I I don't like this in traditional sports when like old head sports writers are like, well, you got to be on a winning team to win MVP. I think that's bullshit personally. Um, and that kind of does play into VTO's favor because you're right. Enrique, like end of the day, if you take VTO off of misfits, they suck. <laughs> like he makes that team so much better. And is, is it like tinted glass fallacy where like, if you take him away, like, are they really the worst? Does he make them look better by proxy? I don't know. I, 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 sorry. Like, I don't know where I'm going with this, I think so. but I mean, Hill is saying makes a great team into a like the best team. championship contender, genuinely. So, um, what's that Camille quote? Precision Something about is the difference between a butcher and a surgeon. There it is. And I think that he yeah. he exemplifies that. He at least this season he's accept, he's exemplified that yeah. the precision. I feel like I Camille support. You heard it here first. I just ranted. A lot of walls in the bottom lane to bounce off. Just as many as in the top lane. Just saying. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Never forget, Camille support was meta in 2017 LCS Spring Split for like a week. And it's, was it actually? Yeah. It was. Wait, really? Yeah. For like a very. Damn, it was wow. the hottest minute ever recorded. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. Last little, uh, little little spicy thing here because um, mm. we're, we're coming up on an hour, but. Um, between Fnatic, Rogue, TL, Cloud9. I'll even go, you know what, you know what? Top four from each. Top four from each region. So the, the big three in the region. Big three in the LCS plus EG. Okay. And then Fnatic, Rogue, G2 Vitality. Or I don't know. Battlethink Misfits, top four. Those eight teams, you play an eight team bracket. <laughs> Who comes out? Who comes out? What's your finals matchup? What's your semifinals matchup? March was made for brackets. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I, th I think EG's your eight seed. Yeah, they're the, they're the St. Peter's yeah. group. If you want to do it that way, yeah. Yeah, they are They are uh, Cinderella. Cinderella EG. <laughs> Cinderella EG. And then... I think Fnatic TL are your one and two seeds. And then and I think C nine rogue three four in some in some order. I'd put take rogue over them. It would be three rogue four C nine. And then who else is left? And then hundred thieves vitality G two. And then it would be um. Whew, this one's a little bit tougher. This these three. Uh Mike, I, th those three you could make a case for five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. really good. Um, so I, I I posit this to you that if you were to do this same experiment in years past, four from the LCS, four from the LEC, it 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 is much, much, much more difficult now than it has ever yes. been yeah. to determine who comes out of that. Yeah. Also, I think this the is top level is so much. 
closer than it has been. And I would, and I think there is an argument. I'm not sure if I would argue because I haven't thought about this. There is absolutely an argument to say that the top four, maybe not top four, but top three in the LCS are better. Go toe to toe with it, beat the top three in the LCS easily. Yeah, easy. Not easy. Yeah. This is the uh, first year um, I'm confident. I get this on record. This is the first is. year. This is. is what I wanted to do with this. Yes. <laughs> this is the first year I'm like deathly confident that the best team in the West is from North America. Let's go, baby. For the first time I mean, in a long time. Like in a long time. Like not even memeing. No, no, no either. joke. Like, like maybe. this is no meme. I think TL. It's like 2016, 2017. Uh, not since so yeah, like 16, 17. Not since yeah. TSM. The TSM mm. dynasty team. Yeah. But like, and I can already and I can already hear you guys in 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 the comments say, "Oh well, do it without our best players. Do it without Ansama and." Wait, wait, hold on! You cut out. You got you got <laughs> DOS. You got DDoS. <laughs> My man got DOS by someone. Your mic started cutting out. It's kind of frightening. You're good. You're good. Yeah, you're, you're good now. You're okay. good. You got DDoS by the EU fans. <laughs> you said yeah, preemptively. They say, "Oh, do it without Hansama. Do it without Whippo." I would take. It's happening. It's happening again. again. Oh my. Are you serious? Yeah. What the hell? This is creepy. <laughs> All right. Do it without Han Sama. Do it without Guippo. All right. And to that, I would say, I would take Impact instead of Guippo. I'm not saying. I'm saying right now. I'm saying if, if you're saying this, oh, do it without them. I would take Impact instead of Guippo, and I would take FBI instead of Han Sama, and I would still take TL over this Fnatic squad. Wow. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> yeah, man. And so it, the, the lineup would be rules. impact. Do you kill me? No, wait, wait. So, so the lineup would be impact. Impact it would be Santorin, Santorin Bjergsen, FBI, and Core JJ. Yeah, FBI, on, Core you're, JJ. You're, you're gonna tell me you didn't just get chills? That team slams. <sighs> the team's sick. Also, if your region's so good, keep your players. Hey, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. No hold one's on, making on. them come here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. No one's making them come here. And, you and know what's every, making them come every here? Every single interview that a player has given upon coming back from NA is, oh, I thought it was a meme show, but it's actually a lot better than I thought it was. It's almost like <laughs> public perception and mob mentality formed organically and in the echo chamber that is Twitter.com is maybe the worst way to judge objective reality. Hitting the speed bag, he's going blow for blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Say, say what you want about development in the bottom ends of those leagues. Like, fine, we can have that discussion. But even, but even now, I think, again, last year, if you were to take six through ten in the LEC and LCS, I would take the LEC in a heart. Last year, this mm-hmm. year, I don't think so. Hey, all I gotta say is to next year. Or wait, hold on. Let me just make sure I'm getting the the, the contracts correct. Misfits Gaming. <laughs> Do we need the gaming anymore? <laughs> you can drop it. <laughs> like, hey, next year? Not this year. At the end of this year, all I got to say is, NA thanks you for VTO. <laughs> I will bet my life on it. Cry about <laughs> it. Oh, my God. Cry about it. Cry when about you see it. Golden Guardians VTO. <laughs> you know one of these billion dollars, not billion, I'm talking about but like you know one of these very rich owners will be like listen pal all right you know what yeah Kinda i'm like, gonna lean this, into yeah now win. we're the villains we're gonna just buy all your players <laughs> keep talking trash that's how the whole region has become the yankees 
<laughs> Forget one team. It's just the whole. We'll take Yonkos. We'll take Caps. We'll take Vito. We're going to develop Takui. Yeah. We're going to develop Berserker and win some. Shenyi too. We're going to turn, yeah. turn Pride Stalker into the star that you couldn't. How about that? Oh. <laughs> How about that? You know, we always say we're going to like stop after 60 minutes, but it isn't until we hit nope. the 60-minute mark that we start to like get in the groove. Until you see really? The one in the co- yeah, exactly. Then you get- exactly. Yeah, you start to- He's heating up. <laughs> oh, uh, there you go. You so, got it out of our chest. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. Fucking we're getting Camille very support or something? Yeah, suddenly yeah. I had I have this I have the stat sheet for Camille support pulled up right here because we were talking about it, and that's just completely irrelevant. What the record show? Oh my god! It was picked in the VCS last week, which <laughs> last wow, week? which last week, which was the first pick Camille support has had in five years. Oh my god! That's all. That's wild. Shout out wow. VCS. We're back. Also, it, it was not meta in the LCS. It was literally just one dude. Yeah, one dude. Shout out to Wait, who was the dude? It was Gate, former Echo Fox. Gate, yeah. Gate, yo, Gate, yeah. Gate. He's not in the league anymore. All right, that, that, uh, <laughs> that spilled over into the uh, EU LCS. Uh, mm. It's played by Mickey X and Wadid. Uh, Wadid and uh, shout out and Jezus, who played six games of this who? pick. Jez- Jezus, was wasn't that the uh, the. SK like coach support who said F this I'm going in yeah yeah last year yeah at the time he was a uh, fanatic support and he he played right. six games of Camille support if I'm looking at this correctly he won all six of them whoa respect. whoa okay, you know what? respect he Put a little respect on his name. he, he wow, lost hey. one at Rift Rivals but does that count no what is Rift Rivals what anymore Rift Rivals only international tournament in ASBDU and said. Let's go. Hell yes. Okay. It we does count. It does count. Hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Now it counts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Um, yep. This has been the Critical Strike Podcast. Thanks for having us back uh, wherever and whenever and why ever you're listening to us. We're back, we baby. Um, <laughs> Swish. Under any circumstances or duress um, that you are listening to it, too. Nice. Hopefully not a ton of the latter. Anyway, we're available on Apple Music, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Play yes. and Pocket Cast. There we go. Not my best, not my worst. Uh, mm-hmm. And on uh, and on uh, YouTube and Twitter.com as well. You can you can bet your behind uh, that 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 a couple of these rants are going on social media because we love interactions. Yes. Um, it's our favorite. Again, yeah. it's an echo chamber designed to get interactions um, and prey on your most trigger happy emotions. Wake up, sheeple, and we'll see you next. We're, we're tagging people this time. <laughs> <laughs> see you next. <laughs>